0: This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience.
1: Where you go, Auburn fans? Welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion, part of the E2C Network. I'm A.J. Richardson, and I'm again with my wife, my beautiful wife, Erica Richardson. How you doing?
2: I'm great. I'm ready to talk about San Jose State.
1: Yeah. Do you know anything about
2: not much. I had to Google where they are from, but where? I learned they are from California. Yeah,
1: so and what is their mascot?
2: The Spartan. Good
1: job. I'm impressed. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't I know I did how, my research. I don't know. <laughs> I, I kind of could have guessed, but you knew it. Good job. I'm impressed. So yeah, San Jose State last year uh, was five and seven. Um, they won their first game this year. Um, they have a junior quarterback uh, that transferred from Hawaii. So uh, they got a little experience from there, and uh, you know they started out decently well, uh, getting their first win. Uh, I, I, I don't know a whole ton about San Jose State. Mm-mm. I don't know a whole lot about them. How did we do it? When was the last time we played?: did you-
2: Yeah, I was curious if they had played San Jose State, and it looked like they did back in 2014, and Auburn won. It was 59 to 13. So, yeah and that was back a in the blowout game <laughs> yeah in
1: 2014 so yeah. you know winning by you know was that, 46 points so you know mm-hmm. that's a that's a good win yeah like um now I know you know that team 2014 was way different, but they did have a Nick Marshall type I mean we have a Nick Marshall type quarterback in Robbie Ashford so we could we could score we could score a lot on them hope so, yeah. So, I
2: mean, technically, we're favored to win by three touchdowns. Yeah. So, we'll see.
1: Yeah. So, even Vegas thinks we're going to, you know, beat them by a lot. Uh, ESPN still has us predicted to win about 96% of the time. So, uh, as long as there's no, like, dramatic, uh, you know, everything implodes, which I don't foresee happening, no. uh, We should uh, we should do pretty good. Um, and, and really, let's, let's think about this from, you know, especially from the quarterback situation. Like, you're, you're kind of gearing up towards, you know, the Penn State game. Like, that's going to be your first big mm-hmm. battle. And so, extra reps that, like, you know, TJ and Robbie get. Yeah. I, I'm i going to be curious to see, you know, obviously, like, who, who's named quarterback one? What's your kind of your thoughts on that?
2: I don't know. I feel like they'll end up alternating a good bit more, but at least with... I don't know. I feel like TJ will probably start, but I bet it'll be the same as the last game. Robbie will end up finishing most of it. Yeah. But what do you think?
1: Yeah, I've been leaning that way, um, and I know a lot of people are probably gonna say, "Why don't you just put Robbie Ashford as quarterback one?" And I've like played. You know, I've been thinking about that because obviously he did great. He had the highest um, QB rating of yeah. you know any of the quarterbacks in the SEC. But I think you asked Robbie to do certain things that he's really good at, which is smart. You know, as, mm-hmm. a co- as a coach, you're putting your player in the best position. But I think TJ can do a little bit more. He has more tools in his tool belt, per se, than Robbie Ashford. Now, is Robbie Ashford's tools the more flashy and shiny ones? Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's where I keep coming back to. I like where you're kind of going. Where it's like the, you know, TJ starts. He's kind of the stable quarterback. Yeah.
2: Well, there's a reason why Harson chose TJ to start. So I feel like he wouldn't just give it to um, Robbie after the second game. Maybe if it was later in the season, I could see that. Yeah. Possibly. But I mean, there's a reason Harson chose TJ.
1: Right. You now, I've, I've thought the same thing. You know, why, why is the, you know, it seems like all the narrative in the fall camp was all about, you know, TJ and, you know, now we get to see a ton of Robbie, like there was you know, yeah. some big excitement around him. Um, so, I mean, it, let's, let's kind of get it. I mean, your, your players to watch, you know, you kind of put down TJ and Robbie, right? Those yeah. are the two guys on offense that you'll be watching.
2: Mm-hmm. Cause I think they will be going back and forth again for this game.
1: Yeah. So do, do you have any predictions on who will win it out? Like who gets more reps this next game?
2: I don't know, I feel like this week TJ is going to be practicing a ton, so he will get to play more. I mean, did Robbie play more of this past game,
1: uh, or was it
2: TJ? Do you know,
1: as far as plays go? Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of handoffs, so like, I don't, uh, I'm sure somebody has a style there. Hmm. Yeah, if curious. I had to guess, it was probably really even,
2: mm. okay? But yeah, I bet Robbie will end up ending it, yeah, ending the game,
1: yeah, so. That's a good one to watch. Uh, my offensive player to watch for Auburn this uh, game against San Jose State. I mean, I'm just really curious to see how the wide receivers keep keep playing. Like, I, I want to watch you know the Javarius Johnson, Chedric Jackson. Those are two guys that they're both going to be, I think, big threats. One, especially if we want to go deep. Um, I mean, Javarius Johnson had those crazy long passes, you know, catches. Um, obviously, has that that separation you can get that separation so that's the kind of stuff you want to watch for so let's talk about defense who is going to be your uh player to watch on defense
2: i put um cam riley i think just because he did a lot of tackles this past game i feel like he'll be someone good to watch um for this upcoming game yeah what do you think
1: yeah i mean cam riley is a good one um just because he he was almost like a breakout star of this yeah. defense.
2: I mean, and I don't, I don't know if he's been at Auburn for the past, like, because we said he was a junior, right? Yeah. I don't know if he was here freshman, sophomore year, but I feel like I didn't hear his name very much. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, he's done so well this past, this first game. So, I'm curious how he's going to do for the future games. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, I think the guy I'm going to be watching is going to be Derek Hall. Um, he's probably mm-hmm. my favorite guy. I was telling Erica that – you know, I saw Auburn had their jerseys where you can kind of custom make your jersey mm-hmm. um, and have a player, you know, as, oh, as yeah. their player. And I was like, I, if I had to pick one, yeah. I would probably do Derek Hall. Like, he just seems like an all-around great type of guy. Not only is a great player, but a great human being. And that that just gets me excited. Um, so, you know, I, I think Derek Hall has got a big future. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, if he keeps keeps on going he could be a top end draft pick um, and make a big impact um, even at the next level all right let's talk about special teams for a little bit who is going to be your player to watch on special teams
2: I'm thinking I'll be watching Anders I want to make sure that he'll still be making all those field goals and hopefully we won't need to do any of the um gosh what's the word
1: like regular field goals. Yeah, yeah,
2: regular field goals. Not like the other ones where you get the three points. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever the terminology yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> point after attempts and yes. field goals. Yeah, hopefully you won't need to do those. But, yeah, yeah continue to make those one-point field goals. Yeah.
1: So, and, and it's kickoffs, too. Like, you know, that's something like yeah, you want to make true. sure. Because you have to, like, especially after having a knee injury, yeah. like, you want to make sure that that, you know, he's able to sustain yeah, you know in these games. Consistent. Yeah, think about it. He's got a lot of you know, how many times he kicked the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, probably ten times during the game. That's a you know it's not insignificant. Um, so yeah and you wanna see like especially when the field goals do come where he has to hit the forty or fifty yard field mm-hmm. goal. Um is he back to, you know, peak Anders form where he's, you know, making the forty and fifty yarders. Um because I, I mean from from what he's seen, you know, with his older brother Daniel Carlson, uh, you know, going to the NFL, still being a kicker in the NFL, you know, I'm sure his you know vision is to go to the NFL as a kicker. And if he does well this season, I think he might get that opportunity. Um, so uh, we'll have to see how kind of he develops. And, and you know, we've even got you know backup kicker Evan McPherson. Who it was number one kicker out of you know this last class he came to Auburn so he's a freshman so I think if we need Anders um you know to get a little bit of a break we've always got uh, Evan McPherson to kind of take his place maybe do some kickoffs if needed for special teams I'm gonna be watching um, just Devarius Johnson like mm-hmm. I think everybody saw it. Um, his punt return skills can be elite. Um, there will be, I'm going to make this prediction. There will be at least one, if not two uh, punt returns that are you know taken to the house for touchdowns. Okay. So
2: I'll be watching for it then.
1: Yeah. So I want to see him make some really big plays. So I've got Javarius Johnson down twice. So honestly, mm-hmm. I think very highly of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into our score predictions for the San Jose State game. Uh, again, Auburn is projected to win. Uh, Las Vegas predicts us to win by a little over three touchdowns. And uh, at preseason, I'll kind of give these predictions. Uh, I predicted Auburn's going to win by 35. Uh, Jared, um, who – I hadn't mentioned this, but Jared uh, was not able to make this uh, podcast. Uh, he had scheduling conflicts, so uh, – we, uh, his production for the, uh, for this game was, uh, 40 to 10, so a 30 point win. So he also said Auburn. So I'll start off. I think Auburn's going to win this game. Mm-hmm. You know, no shocker there. Um, I, I'm going to stick with 35 points. I feel pretty decent about that, okay. especially with your, your stat that you brought up. You know, Auburn yeah. won by 46 points. You know, was that, yeah, it's eight years ago, but still, mm-hmm. like, I think we could maybe even do better than that. So, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say 35 right now. Okay. So, what's kind of your prediction or predictions for this game?
2: I mean, I think Auburn will for sure win also. Um, I think they'll win by 28 points.
1: 28 points. Love yeah. it. Love it. Um, do you think – how many points do you think San Jose is going to score if you had to, you know, hmm. put a number on it?
2: Let's see. How about 10. 10 yeah we so, will get a touchdown and a field goal
1: I love it yeah that, that seems about accurate mm-hmm. I think we could do that
2: yeah
1: um, and that lines up exactly with Jared's so oh you know, yeah if, I didn't even
2: realize, <laughs> I didn't even realize that.
1: <laughs> so both of y'all if the score ends up being around 40 to 10 like both <laughs> yeah. of y'all will be spot on
0: love That's it buddy. <laughs> hey Auburn fans I want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs. Especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C network booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode.
1: All right, let's jump into our last segment for the day um this has been one of our favorites uh in the past it's an auburn fan perspective of the sec it's kind of where we put on our orange and blue glasses right now we've both got on our glasses so you know orange and blue we see the world through auburn and uh this is going to be uh you know first game first week not all the not all the, not all the greatest uh games but I feel like we did get some, you know, flashes of you know pretty exciting things that happened in the SEC. First off, SEC is undefeated, uh, so awesome start for the SEC as a whole. Um, something else, and my dad actually pointed this out, was this year seems to be the emergence of extremely mobile and capable quarterbacks. Think about like you know, if you got to watch any of the Florida game, you saw highlights of. Their quarterback, Richardson, makes some crazy, you know, he, he was just making plays like crazy. um, and, and, you of course, you got Robbie Ashford from Auburn. Uh, and then LSU, their quarterback's actually playing right now um, as we're recording this. And he's a fast, capable dude as well. And, you know, not even to mention, you know, Bryce Young, who has the capability um, to run the ball and be a, kind of a mobile quarterback as well.
2: We don't need that we're playing LSU in what October I know <laughs> <laughs> we don't need them to be good
1: <laughs> yeah yeah uh, hopefully he's not too good uh, so uh, let's let's talk about some of the games so um, so I want to start out with Vandy so Vandy um, I think of it kind of as a bowl game because it was they went over to Hawaii last week um, and they ended up That's beating Hawaii yeah isn't that fun like yeah. so you get to go to Hawaii. Um, which is a place we want to go to at some oh, point. Yeah. Um, and they beat Hawaii. So, uh, 63 to 10. Um, Hey, they're, they're beating teams right now. They beat even Elon. So in this last week, so Vandy's two and zero. Oh. you better watch out. Vandy's coming.
2: I don't think we're playing them, so I guess that's okay then. <laughs> they can be fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're they're on the East, so we don't have to play the SEC. You know, We don't have to play Vandy yet this year. Um, but then we got Tennessee. They beat Ball State. No big news there. Missouri beat Law Tech. Uh, Texas A&M versus Sam Houston. I watched a good bit of this game on Saturday. Yeah.
2: Um, well, I was fall decorating,
1: <laughs> yeah, the
2: house is all decorated now for the fall, so yep. it's very and exciting,
1: and we got our favorite my personal favorite pillow out, which is uh, oh yeah <laughs> it
2: says we interrupt this marriage to bring you football season, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's like my favorite pillow just because I feel like it like emulates like our relationship <laughs> and our marriage with football. It just like it's fall.
2: So that's what we do on Saturdays, <laughs> watch football.
1: It's true. So, you know, as she was decorating, I was watching this Texas A&M game, you know, doing a little scouting on Texas A&M, seeing how they do. And it just reminded me, as much as Jimbo in the past has been a you know pretty good coach, his system seems to be very boring. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't seem to be a very exciting coach. Um, like, he's, I don't know, just like, I don't know. It's it's amazing to me to get you know top, literally the top recruiting class, and still be struggling against Sam Houston during a game. Hmm. Um, Now I will say this: Texas A&M, their defense super solid. Um, Didn't I don't even think they allowed any points that game. So you know they were doing something right there. But if you don't have a competent offense that is running, uh, you know getting points scoring it's just going to be tough. It's going to be really tough to win. I mean, you look at all of these games, most of them were you know, 20 to 30 points minimum that a team scored, if not in the 50s. So lots of points are going to be scored in the SEC this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to keep up with that, and I don't know if Texas A&M can do that. All right, let's talk about our favorite – just kidding, very sarcastic – Georgia.
2: <laughs> our least favorite. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, just because we live in Georgia, and it's, yeah,
2: <laughs> we have lots of Georgia friends. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So Georgia, you know, number three coming in. Uh, they they played Oregon this last week, who was ranked as well, number eleven, and uh, that game was just humiliating for Oregon. Like yeah. Georgia just demolished them.
2: Well, and um bo's in oregon now so they've played Bo, so they know how he plays yeah so i mean granted he has a new coach and everything but still i feel like they remembered how he plays so yeah yeah didn't end too well for oregon
1: yeah and and i i mean that's just showing you how good georgia's defense is Mm -hmm. to shut out oregon and and yeah bonex can make plays Mm -hmm. um so, and you got to think Oregon had some sort of game plan to score some points and they literally only got three and 60 mm-hmm. minutes of football. That's humiliating. Like yeah. that is terrible. Um, so, I mean, that, that kind of, I mean, I don't know about you. Does that make you kind of scared of like playing Georgia? <laughs>
2: oh yeah. Especially the fact that it's at Georgia this year. Yeah. I mean, definitely makes me curious on if, how many points we'll truly be able to make for them.
1: Yeah. With them. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna have to. I mean, as much as I think Harson tries to avoid it, we gotta we gotta do some like trick plays or, mm-hmm. or things that they're just not expecting. Yeah, um, to to make it, you know, pay, make points. Like it's just it's gonna be tough against Georgia in the, in the few weeks. Um, Arkansas beat uh, number twenty three Cincinnati. That was a really good you know top twenty five matchup. Um, Thirty one to twenty four. I watched a little bit of that. Um, good back and forth uh, battle there. Um I, I still think I don't know how Arkansas is going to do overall, but I think uh, Arkansas can you know, I think they'll probably have an average season. I don't know if they're going to have a phenomenal season, but yeah, you know, I I can still see them going like 7 and 5, somewhere in that range or 7 and 4, somewhere around there. So, we'll see. Um Ole Miss, they beat Troy 28-10. Not a whole bunch to learn about that. Um, unranked Florida versus Utah. That's that that one. That was a fun mm. one because that was happening at the same time like Auburn was. Oh yeah,
2: I saw it show up on the screen. Yeah, um, at some point.
1: Yeah, like the ticker thing mm-hmm. that Auburn has, um, and they would like they showed a couple plays on the jumbotron like during timeouts and stuff mm-hmm. um, of that, and this is when you started to see how mobile and, and just athletic their quarterback you know, Richardson really was not related anyway to us, you know, not that we're aware of, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he ended up having 106 yards, rushing three touchdowns and he had 70% passing. So he was pretty efficient through the air as well. Um, so he could potentially, you know, make his way if he keeps having this success especially against a quality opponent like Utah, who's ranked number seven.
2: Yeah, I didn't uh, even know Utah was any good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they're number seven? Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, they they were like, last year, like they were on the edge of potentially getting in the playoffs. That's crazy. Um, Go for so like, them. They, they've they been doing super good uh, for a team that typically isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, another game in the SEC, uh, number 20, uh Kentucky ended up being Miami Ohio uh Alabama beat Utah State so whatever like again <laughs>
2: 55 to 0 <laughs> if y'all need to know truly Oh
1: man Alabama doing Alabama things I guess mm-hmm. um and I think the score that that was almost the score at halftime it was like 48 wow. 49 and a half or something crazy like that so yeah I do
2: not want to see that when we play them in November.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't want to see that.
2: Hopefully it'll be at least a, you know, we'll get some it'll, points. It'll be close. Like, <laughs> uh, We'll see.
1: I mean, it's just, it's an Iron Bowl. Like, yeah, when well, it's
2: at Bama this year. Yeah. So, we'll see.
1: Yeah. Hey, we stuck with them. We literally took them to yeah. four overtimes last year. That's true. We got the same quarterback, or they had the same quarterback. You know, yeah, like,
2: ah. my first Iron Bowl and we lost. I know. It was so close. It had taken
1: you. <laughs> I'm amazed it took you You, you've been like a lifelong Auburn fan it took it it, I guess it took you this long to finally get to an iron ball
2: yeah I mean my parents grew up going to Auburn or went to Auburn um that's where they met but and I grew up being an Auburn fan but we just didn't go to games a ton growing up just with being over in um Georgia but yeah they're definitely a lot of fun to go to now
1: Yeah. (laughs) yeah well I was like hyping it up last year you know to Erica I was like this is gonna be a fun one. Like I just, you know, you can just oh, feel yeah. it sometimes in the air. Like I remember feeling it for like the 2013 Iron Bowl. You're just like, there's just like this could be a really fun game. Mm-hmm. And like literally from the get go, we had some uh, fans right in front of us. There was like a row of Alabama fans, and like I was gonna be loud and obnoxious as possible. Not you know like you know making them mad, but just like being super loud on defense and like yelling and whatever i could um and and there was definitely like obviously that was super fun to be in the stadium outcome not great you know losing to bama last year but you know that's the way things go in football um last couple games uh mississippi state beat uh um memphis Mm -hmm. um so uh good job for them uh and then south carolina beat georgia state so not a whole lot. Again, a lot of uh, SEC teams playing non conference opponents to kind of get their season started out. Again, SEC is def- undefeated right now and uh, starting off well. And then LSU is playing FSU tonight. So we will yeah. see how that game plays out. It's actually playing right now. So I might go watch some of that. Yeah,
2: let's watch it. Yeah. While well, we eat our healthy dessert.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so healthy dessert. You know, a little tidbit. You know, we, no? like to, yeah. we, we like to talk about a little food here every once in a while. So since I got my wife on, she, she has this awesome recipe that she got from her friend. So I want to share with this this with you because we both have sweet tooths. And if you're curious about you know some, a good healthy dessert, this is what it is.
2: <laughs> so if y'all did not learn anything from this podcast, you learned a good recipe to try. <laughs> so you have some Greek yogurt, a couple scoops of that. And then a scoop of whipped cream. You can do low fat. And then do a scoop of mocha protein powder. That's super good. Mix it all up, and then put some dark chocolate chips in it, and then stick it in the freezer for a little bit, so it'll kind of, like, harden a little bit. Like, 30,
1: 45 minutes?
2: Yeah. And then it'll be ready to serve. It is. It's delicious.
1: It's, like, we really love, like, our, by far, our favorite, like, dessert is ice cream.
2: Yeah, so it's, like, a healthy version of ice cream.
1: Yeah. So we feel less, you know, guilty. Guilty, yeah. Yep. So. Definitely if you're if you're in need of a good healthy recipe right now.
2: Yes. <laughs> Y'all go try
1: Yeah. So, um, before we get out of here, uh, you can find me on Twitter, AJ J underscore It's always great to be an Auburn
0: Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle.